This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I wanted to share a lesson from some sales calls that I had over the previous week that just might help your conversion rates increase and help drive revenue inside of your business. So sit back, relax, maybe take some notes. It's completely on you. But what I learned from my failures last week should put money in your pocket immediately. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the KISS principle at the core of everything. And I have to thank Alex Hormozy and Mosey Nation for helping me clarify what I'd done wrong. And it's never a bad thing to give credit where credit's due. But I was thinking back to a sales conversation I'd had for a couple hundred thousand dollar ticket last week. And it all started because I'd seen a client call in as part of my ticket acquisition process. And what one of the other sales reps had created for my client didn't line up with what I knew to be the best overall outcome uh, for their end user. So the product in this case is an intermediary product that I can provide, but my client provides it to their client. So B2B conversation, but I could see that the B2C side that would follow could be enhanced and at the end of the day the end user client could be put in a better position which matters very much to me. So how did this conversation kick off? I see the email come across. I see the uh, quote put together. And I know that there's a better way. So I make a call over to the advisor and just have a conversation with her about what are the what's the desired end state for this individual and why did you select this particular option? You know, help me understand your frame so that I can see if you know one, I'm just completely crazy, but two, if what you're looking to do is going to put the client in the best position possible. You know, I'm not looking to tell you what to do. I just want to make sure that we're both on the same page for how you're utilizing the solutions that I offer. So we start to go through what the client's actual needs are, what their concerns are, what the solve for is. And that requires asking a lot of questions. And in this case... I asked seven or eight questions to clarify and niche down exactly what the desired end state was, but I probably could have asked a couple more. And because I didn't do that, this conversation took twice as long as it should have. And I had to do a in-call reframe because I realized that I was just data dumping on this individual 
the reasons that there might be an additional solution out there. Now, you as a owner or sales manager or somebody that has to utilize their influence capital to help with the decision process, it's always better to ask one more question, even if it seems stupid, just to make sure that you're on the same page. And that question many times should be, so to make sure that I understand you correctly, are the core needs that this individual has X, Y, and Z? It's going to be a yes, a no. It might be a yes, but, which is also awesome because that continues opening the conversation. And it's something that I've done thousands of times, but like so many people, once you've done something thousands and thousands of times, you might not do it the right way. Insofar as you don't elocute it properly. And in this case, it turned out that I was on the right page for what the client needed. And, you know, my client was actually very thankful that I took the time to immediately reach out to have a clarifying conversation. But if I'd framed everything properly up front, it would have been a more effective conversation and we wouldn't have done as much of a data dump. The KISS principle is a very valuable principle. And sometimes when you're a expert in your field, there's a not desire to show, hey, look how awesome I am or look how much knowledge I have. But your specialist knowledge is going to go above and beyond what your client, especially in a B2B situation, what your client is going to be able to elocute in their B2C conversation. And that's an important transitory property that you have to take into account. When I used to sell Cutco Cutlery back in the day, my mentor, John Wasserman, showed me how effective communication really is. And there's some people out there that are like, oh, the knife job, oh. I learned more advanced sales skills doing that than I ever did in my corporate 100 job, you know, working with million-dollar tickets. Let's just be real about that. And it was a simple conversation. It was take all the information that you know about your product and put it on a piece of paper. And you, as you're listening, maybe pause it and do this. Because it's going to give you a lot of clarity into how sales really work. So take all of your information just all over the front of a piece, just a regular piece of paper. Once you've done that, fold it in half. Because on your best day, completely locked in, that's how much of the information that you know you're going to be able to get across effectively in a conversation. And you might say, Mike... Only half? I'm being generous, trust me. Now, that means that the person you spoke to has half of the information available. 
And if you're in direct B2C sales, unless you've completely qualified the person you're talking to as the purchasing agent, the person that has the agency to make the transaction, they're going to have to explain it to somebody else. So take that piece of paper and fold it in half again. In the B2B world, it's the same conversation. If you're not with the appropriate influencer and they have to present it to their boss, that's going to be the case for them as well. So now you've taken all the information that you know, it's been folded in half and folded in half again, which now means that there's a quarter of the information understood and available to the person that has to make a buying decision. Now, the average person's natural instinct when they're confused is to say no. And that's why so many people's close rate sucks so bad. That was a dramatic pause for you to take in the fact that the reason your close rate might not be optimal is because you're trying to data dump everything because you know that the person that's going to make the buying decision might have a quarter of it. By the way, if there's any delay in making that pitch to the actual closing person, you can fold it in half again and you're actually at an eighth because by the time you get to the next day and they have to explain it, you're, you're at an eighth of the information. Now, me personally, I always made sure to extremely qualify who I was talking to and to make sure that I'm presenting data to the person that is actually going to make the decision. That's why my closing ratio at Cutco was 85% compared to the national average of 60 That's why my average ticket order was double the national average. That's why in my B2B role in the financial services industry, I've hit goal every year that I've been in the field and significantly higher than at goal every single year because I understand how to have those quality impactful conversations and when I don't do it right I'm willing to record a podcast episode to tell you that I buggered it all up so it's an important thing so what do you do to make it so that these people that you're talking to have what they need to make the right decision, which if you've pre-qualified them properly, your offer should be what helps fix their problem. And therein lies the problem. Do you actually know what their core needs are? What are you solving for? Many of the mentors that I've used will tell you that it's (laughs) <laughs> the three F's, which I don't necessarily want to use um, in their natural state here. But does it feed you? Does it finance you? Does it, will you fornicate you? Those are the three core desires inside of human nature. And you have to understand how your offer ties to those root needs. Because at the end of the day, that's the primal buying decision that that urge that's going to come through. So do you understand your demographics needs so well that you know how it completely solves their needs? Did you ask enough questions 
to completely qualify this client as somebody that is worthy of having a buying conversation with to begin with. Once you start to get laser focused on that, what you'll find is that sheet of paper we talked about earlier that is just a complete word vomit goes away because you can tailor down all the really cool things that you can offer to the three must-make points that address each one of those core needs that your client has. And when you do that, what you'll find is your closing ratio is going to go up, your average ticket order is going to go up, which means your top line grows with no additional expenditure, which means your bottom line also grows. And if you take the time to be intentional about that process, you're going to disrupt the bad patterns that are existing inside of your business and have a much more successful year this year than you did last year. And that's the gift I wanted to give you on this Monday. I appreciate your time. If you found any of this valuable, do me a favor, throw me a subscribe throw me a rating, leave a review. That'd be dope. Um, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Profile's Mike Demo. Pretty easy to find me there. I do have my website up. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me, uh, www.michaeldemo.com. That last name, thanks to Ellis Island, is D-E-M-O. I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. My calendar for February is pretty decently packed, but I'm happy to squeeze you in if you would find value in having a conversation with me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.